Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Who's in the driving seat? This is a question you ought to ask yourself. Who actually has control of the steering wheel of my life? Oftentimes we find ourselves in different seasons of our lives, having different drivers leading us to different destinations. Growing up, you really don't have a choice as to who's driving, but the older you get, you can't be more intentional as to who is in the driving seat. This helps you to ensure that you're on the right car, not only in the right car, but the right driver. If you ensure that you're in the right vehicle, with the right driver, chances of you getting to the destination you need to get to are higher. Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast. I'm extremely glad that you've joined us on today's beautiful podcast episode. We are extremely excited to launch and release our 31st podcast episode. It's really been an amazing journey and we just keep growing and as best as we can bringing you quality content that will help you take your lead. We enjoy reading your reviews, your comments. They help us serve you better. So wherever you consume your content, please rate, review the content, tag a friend, share it with a friend. If you lead a team, go through the content with your team Ensure that you also download the episode notes. They are a great tool for application. On the next season, as we continue to grow, we are extremely excited to bring you amazing guests. Let me just whisper something into your ear. We're going to be having an amazing guest in our next episode next week. Uh, Darren August, an inspired speaker. I thoroughly enjoyed having a conversation with him, which I strongly believe will leave you inspired. When we actually recorded the episode, I had my wife in the room. Darren also had his wife. And we did something that is quite unusual on our podcast. We had a candid conversation, which was so transparent, so authentic, and so personal. Looking at relationships and how you can take your lead in relationships. So I'm extremely excited for our upcoming episodes. Ensure that you subscribe wherever you consume your content so that you can be notified when the episode is released. Now to today's podcast episode. We're dealing with influence as to who is driving. I mentioned when starting off as to how different seasons in our life we cannot, oftentimes we're not in a position to choose who is influencing us. When you are younger, oftentimes your influencer, influencers rather are by default, but as you grow, they are by design. You choose who influences you. Maybe to break it down as to when we talk influence, what are we talking about? John C. Maxwell, one of the great leadership experts, speaks of how leadership is influence, nothing less and nothing more. The dictionary speaks of influence as the capacity to have an effect on the character, development or behavior of someone or something. 
or the effect itself. I love this definition because it speaks of how influence has an effect on your character formation, on your development, on your behavior. And I think I was a victim of this. I remember growing up in not high school, grade seven, where we had an amazing it was a gang back then, which was quite interesting because we were teenagers. So it was so famous in our school of having different groups and different gangs. And I don't know how I actually end. Okay, I do know it was influence. I found myself in this um, amazing gang, amazing back then, but not for long, um, where we had this influential gentleman. So our school was based in Whitbank, um, Bumalanga, which is a place which is, it was not as developed as, as it is now. And the influence at the time was coming from Gauteng, Johannesburg, which is a developed city and came with a lot of influence. And he was way ahead of our age, same age group as us, but had experienced things that are ahead because of the environment he was in. Coming into the school, here we are living our lives, enjoying our lives until we had an external influence. It was just a matter of time before our behavior changed. Funny enough, growing up, I grew up in a Christian family. I was influenced in a Christian beliefs, Christian character until an external influence came through a peer at school. Found myself misbehaving, found myself partying, found myself drinking, found myself in a space which I was really not proud of. I remember one of the worst memories I have of my childhood, which I always remember when my parents had to fetch me at 3 a.m. from a house party. Uh, if I could, uh, there's a song that says, if I could turn back the hands of time. I think that's one of the memories that if I could turn back the hands of time, I would definitely raise it. However, it taught me a great lesson because I remember from being a rebel at school to being the deputy uh, president in my high school and leadership roles that I assumed in high school because of influence. I had to decide that the influence that was shaping my behavior was not the influence I wanted for the person I wanted to become in future. Was it easy? No. But I had to intentionally terminate a relationship so that I can become a better leader. And this is very important because oftentimes you find yourselves in a confined environment where your influence is controlled. And if you're not intentional about containing that atmosphere, you might find yourself getting out of that confinement and opening up certain doors for external influence. For example, when driving out on a cold day with cold weather, there are a lot of things that you can do to control the climate Personally, one of the things you do is dress up warmer, ensure that you're able to dress up a bit warmer, drink warmer beverages, and that's within your control. However, the minute you walk out, the cold starts, um, you start experiencing the different atmosphere. Get into your car, you're able to ensure that you turn it, t switch on your air conditioning and set the temperature to the however you want to experience it in the car, and you're able to preserve that. But the moment you walk out of the car, you are then exposed. And this is where influence comes in, where you need to be very intentional about how are the people around me affecting my character, my development, my behavior. The dictionary also speaks of social influence as comprising the ways in which individuals change their behavior to meet the demands of a social environment. And this is key because oftentimes we find ourselves in environments that exert pressure on us to conform. 
And oftentimes this is seen through socialization, through peer pressure, through obedience, through persuasion, through sales, through marketing, and in our day and time and age through social media. So it's extremely important for you as a leader to guard your influence. Ask yourself who's in the driving seat. Is it my emotions that are actually influencing me in the season of my life? Is it the feeling of feeling? Is it, is it the experience of feeling like I'm being left out? Everyone is succeeding. Everyone is doing and living glamorous lives. And here I am stuck. Is it someone I saw? Is it someone I aspired to be? Think with me, for example, uh, to back when you were growing up to someone who had the greatest influence in your life. Ask yourself the question, how did they have the greatest influence in my life? What did they do that caused them to influence me in this manner? Fast forward to currently where you are. Ask yourself, who currently has the greatest influence in my life? And this becomes very, very important for you because it helps you to shift and be more aware by taking inventory so that you shift the negative from the positive ones. Ask yourself at school, if you're still in school, who is influencing me at school? If it's church circles, who's influencing me? It might be your spiritual authority. It might be the people you serve with and do life with. If it's in your career, ask yourself who's influencing me. Is it my? Is it finance? Is it my qualifications? Is it um, what is influencing me? Uh, and this is important because as leaders, we can't leave it to fate. Who influences how you process your emotions and decisions? Is it from a selfish, is it from selfish motives or from positive motives? Is it self-seeking or is it empowering? Ask yourself, am I being influenced by my securities or my insecurities? Because if you are influenced by insecurity, there's a danger zone. And a danger zone is a place where you find yourself, where you operate out of character. And there are a few symptoms, maybe just to share a few, that are a red flag when you begin to operate in insecurity as a leader because of the influences that you are having in that season in your life. Oftentimes when you're operating from insecurity, you cannot lead because you lead from a place of need. You get too needy. And when you are too needy, you don't provide security for those you lead. Oftentimes you want to control everything. You want to take from the people you lead more than you give to them. Oftentimes insecure people are on a personal quest for validation and affirmation. Instead of giving validation and affirmation to their followers or the people they lead, they oftentimes need to receive it from them. If you're insecure, oftentimes you limit, you, you deal with limitations. You don't give the people you lead or serve your best. You cannot genuinely celebrate victories won by others because you are operating or being influenced by insecurity because you're jealous of the people you lead. Again, you end up limiting the people that you lead. You become a lead to them growing and becoming better. And why am I saying all this? I'm saying this to actually bring us to the point of understanding that you can have a positive influence. And I want to break it up into two spaces. Firstly, I want you to think now as a leader about the people that you influence. Who are the people that you influence as a leader? 
And after having identified the people that you influence, ask yourself, how do you influence them? Take a moment and think about your own influence. Sociologist speaks of how everyone has some amount of influence. Some people might think I don't have influence because I don't have a certain following or because I don't have a lot of people that I speak to. But however, sociologists, as I mentioned, tell us that the most introverted of people will influence 10,000 people in an average lifetime. As you consider your influence on others, list three individuals. And this is a practical uh, exercise I'd like you to work through. With whom you feel you have some sort of influence. Try to select people from your various facets of life. People from family, people from work, from the office, some of the friends that you might have, people from church, people from around your community, etc., etc. And after you've written down the names of the people you influence, next to their names, begin to jot down the primary reason you believe you have influence in their life. And as you begin to curate this list, it will help you to become more intentional about the influence that you have in people. And this is very important because I love a story that uh, I think it was in one of um, John C. Maxwell's books, which speaks of how leaders, when it comes to influence, are always the first on the scene. And based on how trained and how aware they are of their influence, they have a bucket either of water or a bucket of fuel. So chances are on the scene, let's say there's a fire and it's a big fire. The leader is the first to respond that they're there on the scene. Based on how they've leveraged and worked on their influence, they will either be able to pour the water and quench the fire, alternatively pour the fuel and fuel and make the fire bigger. So your influence is similar to that. You can either help people, you can help them manage what they're going through. Alternatively, you can actually cause certain things to be exaggerated and necessary. And if you put effort into developing yourself as a leader, you have the potential to influence more people and to do so in more significant ways. I love what J.R. Miller said when he spoke of how there have been meetings of only a moment which have left impressions for life. In fact, for eternity. No one of us can understand that mysterious thing we call influence. And that's why you can meet someone coincidentally only to find that that's actually a meeting that will influence and change the, tra the trajectory of your life. And, and, and as a leader, as you begin to work with the influence that you have, you need to be cognizant of the fact that you are becoming the picture of leadership that is in front of you. And this now moves you to that space of after having identified the people that you influence, the people in whose car you're in the driving seat, you need to now move to your own driving seat. Who are the people who are influencing me? Who's the picture that I have in front of me? Because I am actually becoming that picture. What are your silent, subtle influences? And oftentimes they're not loud. Oftentimes they're not in your face. And oftentimes they just, it's certain relationships that you invest a lot of time in, certain people you talk a lot with, certain people you do life with, and they are influencing you. And it's extremely important for you as a leader now to choose the circle of influence wisely. Maybe three thoughts as to how to choose your influence wisely. 
As you begin to build an inner circle of influence, ensure that the people firstly that you have in your inner circle are people who are aligned around your mission, your vision, and the values that you uphold in your life. Ask yourself, the people who are influencing me, are they aligned to the mission and vision and values that I want to embody? Do they possess an ample character and competence? Because oftentimes character is very key, but you also need competence as well. Are they competent in what they are doing and the influence that they are leading me into? It's extremely important. Also look for personal chemistry. I think that makes influence flow easier. Secondly, ask yourself, the people who are influencing me, how are they influencing me? Are there people who are managing possibly the same leadership and life issues as I am? People who are experiencing certain or who have been where I am and are at where I want to go. This helps you to ensure that you are being influenced correctly. So once you've began to curate and seen the people who you influence, the third point is you also need friends who accept you for the person that you are. Who will not only accept you because of the position or title you hold, but for the person and the character and the caliber of person that you are. So what am I saying to us on this podcast episode? We need to be well aware of who is in the driving seat. As we bring in our plane for landing application, how do we apply this in our lives? Backtrack a bit. Write down your influence list. Write down the people who have added value to your life. Not only people who have added value to your life, but people who are also currently adding value to your life in the season that you are in. And this is key because I really want us to know that as leaders, we don't have to be in a high profile occupation to be a person of influence. If your life in any way connects with other people, you are an influencer. Everything you do at home, at church, in your job has an impact on the lives of other people. So ensure that you are well aware of who is in the driving seat. If you are the one who's in the driving seat, ensure that you are aware where you are leading the people to. You know the destination, you are acquainted with the destination, you do have the license to take them there. I hope this podcast episode has added value to you and has equipped you to take your lead. Do remember to head over to www.mzwanilemakakula or just use the link on the podcast bio to be able to download the episode notes, which are a great tool to help you with application. Thank you so much. And I'm truly honored that you spend time and you are part of a community of leaders. Until we meet again next week, ensure that you take your lead and continue to change the world one individual at a time. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you're a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.